Hello and welcome to a very special Christmas edition of Femanism. I'm Sam Martin. And I'm Jamie Hoggart. So, put your turkey on the stove, give your crackers a good pull, and settle down for a piece of Christmas wisdom from your favourite feminist guys. Your Santa boys. Your Santa boys. Let's crack on with the show. Hello everybody and welcome to this wonderfully festive edition of Femanism. The show that's Christmassy this episode and feminist every day. Because Christmas can be feminist if you just know as much as we do. Alright, first up, Jamie. I've got a little cracker joke that I wrote Oh, nice. Yeah, as long as it's funny. It's it's really funny. Um, Okay. How many feminists does it take to change all the light bulbs in a string of Christmas tree lights? Well, I mean, if they're male feminists, probably one. If they're female feminists, it's going to take quite a lot of them because I just feel like women in general are not good at that. They're just not practically minded. and I've just mess it. got the answer uh, for you. Okay, yes. It's actually, if we really want change, it's going to take all of us. Okay, that wasn't your best mate. Um, to the listeners listening, that was, you know, obviously a bad joke, but it's not um, representative of the podcast as a whole. Usually I do take the reins a bit more and it's really, really funny and really brilliant listen. Oh, okay. No, absolutely fine. Let's, uh, let's just crack on. Yes. Let's talk Santa Claus. Let's just go straight in for the big guy. What do we think about that? Well, the problem with Christmas is it's very male-centric. So all the cool characters are men. I'm a TV producer, I'm on a brief hiatus from work, but in general, I'm a storyteller, televisually. And I, you know, Father Christmas, Jesus Christ, these are strong male characters. And my only criticism for the story is that the writers really have skipped on the women. Mm. You don't hear much from Virgin Mary, you don't hear much from Mother Christmas. Particularly, you know, we've all seen pictures of Mary, she is a looker. We'd need to see some pictures of Mother Christmas when she's a bit younger to determine that. But my big note for, for both chaps is we need to really centre the women in their lives. Exactly. Terrific stories. We can all agree yes. that we love them. They're action-packed. They've all got, you know, a lot of similar themes. Mm-hmm. But you're right, they could do with some sort of better writing for the female characters. Yeah. Um, what I would say in their defence is I do actually think they're pretty good role models in terms of... Like, we have to look at Santa's, you know, his business model. Yeah. And the fact that, like, he does, you know, like, he, he definitely puts a shift in over Christmas when a lot of people are relaxing. Right. You know, like, it's a time where, like, he really does, he puts the children first, he puts, you know, like, the families first, he makes sure that, you know, everyone's kids have got lovely toys. And, you know, he really, really makes sure that that happens. And I think we do have to acknowledge that, like, that is a good male role model yes i'd say and all he asks for in return is a you know the odd mince pie and someone to feed his reindeer which i don't think is too much to ask given what he's actually accomplishing no you made a great point mate because he's out there you know doing all the the stuff the presents the traveling and he's giving her a lot of time in the kitchen just to herself you know she'll be back home look after the home getting everything ready for their big dinner and I do think that that is 
a great attitude is stay out of the women's way. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say, because he's really that, you know, like, as you and I have learned, having shared all these Christmases together, is that women don't like men to be in the kitchen. So Santa, you know, he really has done that definitive move of taking himself out of it mm. and really, you know, giving Mrs. Claus a clear run at the kitchen. Yes. And I don't know, like, from my personal point of view, I find Christmas incredibly anxiety-producing with all the work that has to be done. Mm. And to be honest, like, that just tips me over the edge. So if I do actually end up involving myself in the work, it just becomes too much for everyone. Yeah. And Kat, you know, will actually say, it's just easier if I do it myself. Please fuck off. Yes. So I completely get that it's a, it's a fable, but it has some very good, useful meaning within it. Yes. I think that's right. A lot of this is, I mean, talk about centering the women. It is more of a holiday for women, really. The cooking, the present buying, you know, getting the house looking all nice. It is a time where they really come to the centre and a big part of that as a chap is just really getting out of their way. You know, I, I always spend Christmas at yours and my sister Kat will say, can you give me a hand? Can you carry in these roast potatoes? Can you give me a hand with the washing up? And each time, you know, unfortunately I have had an accident. She's then had to clear up all the potatoes from the floor, the broken glasses. It is just easier for her if I stay out of her way. So for me, Christmas is letting her have her space, letting her be the centre of it all, retreating, you know, to the sitting room by the fire. There's always a Christmas special. I've got my favourite armchair. And that's my gift to her this Christmas is letting it be more about her. Yeah, incredibly kind, I think. And Jamie will always bring his own bottle of port. Yeah. Very generous. He does drink it all. Yes. But that's very upfront. That's very saying, you know, like, I'm not expecting you to buy my port. Nope. If she doesn't come to our house and drink our port, he, yeah. he, he brings his own. Yeah. And that's lovely, because that's like, it makes them lovely and docile. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think everyone, everyone has a nice time at Christmas. And I think that's because we do yeah. keep it, we keep it very feminist. We're very conscious about, you know, what we present. So for example, as far as decorations go, we don't have anything, no phallic shaped crackers, no, no ball shapes on the trees. Oof. You don't want our children, you know, walking through a forest of, you know, testicular shape. No, thank you. We don't want them sitting down to be presented with a, you know, oh, please pull this phallic-shaped item. No, thank you very much. Disgusting. Let's be honest, it's a dinner table, not a construction site. So, you know, we like to keep it, we keep it feminist. We really do. We don't have chipolatas, for instance. I always say if it's not triangular, I'm not eating it. And it really helps in the message. You know, it says we're keeping everything very feminist. I don't say happy Christmas. I say happy uh, Mary Sonsmas, you know, she did birth him that day and it's all about her. And if I've got a good point, I will make sure everybody knows it. And, you know, I know that Kat finds it tricky if I'm, you know, insisting I can drive home and it's just easier. At, by nine, I will take myself off, you know, probably borrow a pair of your jammies and I'll get into your bed. And yes, it means that you need to find someone else to sleep that night, but it also means that you know I'm safe and well, I'm well and I'm not I'm just not someone you need to worry about well that's it I mean for us that's the important point to me it doesn't matter like I've had a lovely relaxing day and Kat's got a lot of clearing up to do so to be honest by the time you finish sleeping she can just pop in for a couple of hours and she's all good and we're ready for yeah. boxing day you know yeah and off we go again I'm actually really I'm very excited so okay just to that's your definitive Christmas guide there but keeping it brief yeah you're welcome so I just thought we could end like that. So 
Merry Crimbo, everyone. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Sonsmas, everyone. Oh, and before we go, we've got a new series coming out in the new year. Absolutely desperate for you guys to listen. I think you're going to learn a lot. So tune in, find out how to be feminist in 2023. And you guys will also get to listen to what happened to me. Uh, I'm, um, you know, currently being investigated internally at ITV, some bogus uh, sexual harassment claims. And uh, we're going to, you know, see how it uh, it pans out for me, uh, get me back into the workplace, um, found innocent. And I'm also looking for love in uh, in the West of England. So you guys can, uh, can go on a feminist dating journey with me. All that and more in next seasons and and, and, and me as well because i've um, i've also got stuff that's happened to me so we'll talk about that as well yes see you then all right <laughs>